coming up on Just Elders Podcast. We talk about black love, the good, the bad, and the toxic. Before we get into it, I want to explain why the people are here. Everybody in this room, and we got a uh, live studio audience yeah, of yeah. Hurt Brothers. <laughs> Y'all make some noise. And the conversation that we have in a day is just about black love. Brothers telling their side of when black love goes wrong. Can y'all talk about that first time when y'all fell in love? Like, when you fell in love with that one that you thought was the one that wasn't the one. Mm-hmm. To my listeners, because I got a lot of lady listeners. <laughs> and I don't want y'all to get offended because you hearing, you, right, what you hearing right now is what y'all asking for. Y'all be asking for that honesty. Y'all be asking what we really think, what we talking about. I'm letting you inside the, the men's locker room right now. And this shit ain't always filtered and pretty. You know what I'm saying? You get that shit from your man that's lying to you tonight. But right now, <laughs> you're going to yeah. get that real. So, yeah. so don't get offended. We just having a conversation. It is what it is. <laughs> I always had two bitches. Got two bitches now. Right. So I'm like, shit. I just be like two or three. I ended up fucking her sister. But she. Wow. She, she, wow. She, wow. She, wow. That was that. That was that. Well, you a, know. a couple of things. We all know based on science that men fall in love faster. Mm, I ain't know. As, that. as a matter of fact, men fall in love first. Mm. Mm. All the brothers that's out there, because I got a home, but it's going through it right now. When, when you start hiding your relationship like a bad drug habit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah, don't, yeah. you don't want nobody to know what you're going through, bro. You in something fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so it's in motorcycle. He got to be going to leave 120. He ride by. I'm on the phone, Ashley, and you hear, Nyeow! now. So I'm talking to Ashley. Three seconds later, I hear in her phone, <laughs> and I'm like. Ashley, <laughs> where you live? She was driving four hours. I mean, in the middle of the week, bro, like, your daughter got school the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had this baby on the highway just to pull up on me. That was weird. But I said, fuck it. That just means she loved me. So one day, we <laughs> Because I'm hearing a whole lot of hurt and I'm, I'm hearing a whole lot of pain. And it's all justified. Yeah, bro, because that was painful. I, I... Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. No, no, no. Y'all just vibe with me for a second. See, I don't know why I like you so much. I'm setting the tone for this episode. Fuck 
Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. Welcome to the Just Elders Podcast, the greatest podcast to ever hear the airwaves. I am your host, Eldridge Washington. I am super, super excited because this is about to be the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say that every time, and I mean it every single time. Before I get started, man, let me thank each and every last person that tuned in to last week's episode, Who Gave Them Boys a Podcast? Where me, Keith, and Mark announced our new podcast, Who Gave Them Boys a Podcast? Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It is coming out each and every Friday. Start your weekend off right with three brothers that are going to get you tight. Um, I'm super excited, man. Um, Today is about to be... A great episode. I kind of gave some breadcrumbs last week. I kept making some like hints. This is gonna be a juicy episode. And I tell y'all, you know, people always ask me, "How do you talk about what you talk about? How do you decide what you're gonna talk about?" Life decides it. I don't choose. Something in life happens, and we just gotta have a conversation. So we're here. But before y'all know the formula, Keith, let's hear from the people. All right, we got some reviews. Uh, everybody got a couple of reviews. Uh, thanks for the reviews. Thank you very much. Thank, we need thank you. you so much. Uh, first review from Celeste. Uh, great podcast. This podcast will make you laugh so hard and loud. You know what? I actually appreciate that comment. That uh, Celeste is somebody was my first girlfriend. <laughs> first girlfriend I ever had in public school. I dated Celeste in sixth grade at Carver Middle School. Shout out Celeste. She married now, but and she married Brent Lackey. This cat I got to fighting with in school, like too. That was like the last fight I had in middle school. So that's but I'm cool with both of them now. Shout out Celeste and Brent. The Lackeys. We who, love who, who won the fight though? Well, I ain't gonna lie. I won that one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Hey, look. I'm just going to be real. At Carver, like, I had a pretty good record. I had a pretty good record at Carver. Cause, and that's because fights last for five seconds. We know that. So, And I always swung first. So <laughs> it's one of those things. If it's five seconds, like, your first hit licks take two of the seconds, two or three of the seconds. It's kind of determined. So if we got to fighting now, he'll probably win. Uh, I, I could give him that. Uh, I'm not a fighter anymore. <laughs> I'm a lover. <laughs> Alright uh, Another uh, See from uh, DJ Free City Shout out to Mama Eldridge Another dope episode of the podcast Who shout out to all the sisters But this episode Mama Eldridge A.K.A. Miss Washington Stole the show and dropped diamonds He ain't say Jim Diamonds He dropped diamonds I love hearing the story about how having faith And believing in your significant other Goes a long way He put capitalized L-O-N-G uh, Way even after the fact, her and her ex and the new boot are all cool. Definitely, so much knowledge that this generation can learn from, and uh, from her experiences. All right, uh, from DJ Free City. Nice, nice. How many more? We got another. Uh, yeah. Oh snap! This is the last one. First uh, of all, again, y'all appreciate y'all for the reviews. Yeah, this yeah, is like yeah, this is confirmation that we ain't crazy. You know what I'm saying? We just want to know that we ain't just talking to ourselves. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate the ratings because the ratings are going up too. So even if you're not writing a review, they dropping five stars. You know, we ain't got nothing but five stars. So, okay, you know okay, okay, okay. We, we, we in there. We in there. All right. Last one. Uh, continue being great, young king. This is from Jonathan. Great episode, brothers. Congrats on the addition on another podcast under your belt. I'm looking forward to listening to it. Keith, continue doing your thing on the production. 
Mark, congrats on joining the team and the addition to your family. Your work is fire. Much respect to all you guys. I support y'all 10,000%. Uh, that's what's got up. a lot of zeros on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, take it. So look, man. Let's just dive right into this episode, man. I'm uh, I'm excited about this one. First person I'm gonna bring to the mic. This is his. I think you tied with my mama. Third time to the podcast. Only been two people that ever been on podcast. Uh, damn, it's two. It's three people now. It's three people now. All right, so boom. First person I'm gonna bring on. Uh, I actually made a post about him on social media, man. I was just proud of this dude, man. This dude, uh, anniversary just came up, you know what I'm saying? Him and his wife rocking. My boy got a tailor suit. Yeah. <laughs> and it probably too small for me. <laughs> my boy winning, bro. Y'all, shout out. Show some love to my big cousin, Troy. What up, what up, what up, what up? How you feeling, man? Yeah, you know, I don't know how long I'll be able to fit in this thing. You see, I wore the pants today. <laughs> look, I got the hey, look, shirt too. Hey, hey, you remember when you were young and you had that one outfit that looked so good, you kept wearing that motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my nigga wore the suit one day, then he came back and just wore the jacket. <laughs> now he just wearing the pants. <laughs> Hey, I gotta get my money for it. Hey, first Taylor suit. Hey, you, you know gotta rock that motherfucker. You know, no pictures. No pictures. Okay. <laughs> 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 hey, but my nigga clean in the moment, though. <laughs> clean in the moment. Oh, Next person I want to bring to the podcast, my nigga is decked out like he is the fucking water boy for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 hey, hey, I said, I said like, God damn, bro. I like, cause y'all know I'm like, fuck the NFL. But I like, is Dallas playing, nigga? <laughs> this nigga, this nigga got Dallas on from head to toe. But that's that real shit. That's when you ain't a fan. That's when you born and raised in that shit. Shout out to my boy. Give him some love, Mr. Parham. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, South Oak Cliff Highland Hills, Texas, up in here, man. Uh, but anyway, happy Black History Month, day two. Hope yes, y'all sir. doing something productive, uh, getting knowledge on some level. Not in this room. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, this, this is real black history, baby. Underground. Like, shit, it's the Underground Railroad. Uh, man, but, I'm glad you're here, man. This your third time back, baby? Uh, yeah, this three, bro. Dang, yeah. uh, we had him on. Uh, we had him on. Elders don't run that race. Episode three. Right. We had on episode. Uh, I want to say fourteen. It's not a dress. It's a coat dress. I don't know what episode. Fourteen. Uh, fourteen. Kanye. So it, this was like twelve because it was before that one. But anyway, it was. This, it's not a coat. It's a coat dress. When we were going in on for real, gang. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then today. Yeah, I'm old as hell, man. Episode three. What episode is this? Yeah, this episode 28, boy. Yeah, yeah. Non-stop. I'm like one of the forefathers. Yeah, boy. Non-stop. Let's go. Now, this next person, I'm super excited about. Because, you know, some people come on your podcast and you can just say, you're official. <laughs> this brother right here. It's, it's one thing when you, I like I like smart people, you know what I'm saying? But it's a whole other thing when you smart and rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, this, like this, I I like throw his name out there. Every time I throw his name out, I always get points with the honeys. You know what I'm saying? They be like, I know, I be like, they be like, oh, oh, you know, uh, such and such. I'm like, that's my man's. 
I'm like, we be kicking it. That's my man's, right? So y'all already know one of the proudest things I am as a member of Let Us Make Man. So I got a new Let Us Make Man brother on the microphone. Y'all give it up for my big brother, my friend, my mentor, someone who's inspires me. The viral sensation. <laughs> Doctor Professor Bass, give it up. Hey, 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 hey. Atlanta's finest. <laughs> What's up, B? What's up, Doc? How you feeling? I'm good, man. Happy to be here, man. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate this, the invite. Have you ever listened to an episode before? I didn't listen to one of them. Which one? You it, to? it was a while ago. Which one was it? Uh, was the one with Doug on there? Yes. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, BBW yeah, yeah. episode. Yep, 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 yep. I like my girl. BBW. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie That was a classic That was classic It was a classic Like that episode right there Really made me change the genre I was gonna jack out to that night I was like you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like You know what Let me get that BBW shot <laughs> These brothers don't inspire me One at a time Alright y'all Can we dive into this conversation Come on man Alright We're in February February is known for Valentine's Day. You know, we always talk about black love. And I love it. I love everything about it. Um, and like I told y'all, the episodes we um, do, life kind of picks them. We don't really just pick them. We just kind of go with the flow. And we like, you know what? And some of the conversations we have ain't easy conversations to have because mm-hmm. you get scrutinized. You know what I'm saying? You get judged. It's not popular opinion. But... We said when we first started this, we were going to have real conversations with real people about real issues. So I'm chilling the other day, and I get a friend request from a very familiar name, but there was no reason for this person to send me a friend request. <coughs> so I accept it. Accept the friend request, and then now I'm curious. So I send that person a message. That person messages back. From that message, we mess a few more times. We get on the phone. The phone conversation turned into an hour and a long, hour and a half conversation. And um, the conversation was about someone I used to date. I was in a relationship. And uh, I don't know if y'all know this. I've been in a couple of relationships. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of them. I don't know if y'all know this. But that was one that I was in and it was pretty serious. Fathers I feel like I don't ever got. Um and it ended bad. It just ended bad. And it was one of those situations where black love we talk about black love, the good, the bad, and the toxic. Mm. And I got some of the toxic on the last relationship. That boy keep on point with these effects, man. Yeah. I'm talking about my boy <laughs> my boy killing it right now. <laughs> so um but it, you know what? I will say this. For a long time, I was hurt from that relationship because I didn't get to do what we about to do today. Um, the number one question I was asked after that relationship broke up was, what's the question for him? What they say? What you do. What, what you, you do. do. That's, the, that's the number one question men get asked after a relationship goes wrong. And I don't think people understand how insensitive that man! I think they do And people don't give a fuck Honestly I'm gonna be real I think people do know But they don't give a fuck So men don't never really get to talk about their side Not saying men ain't have a part in it But men don't really to freely talk about their side mm-hmm. And that's what we're gonna have today We're gonna have that conversation And the only reason I'm having that conversation Because When I left this woman When we got out of a relationship You know there's the breakup date And then there's the actual end date You know you break up And then you kind of still communicating. The breakup date was in June. The end date was in August. Wow. 
That was August. Mm-hmm. She came out married in September. <laughs> so the person that sent me a friend request is her now ex husband. Damn. And we had to talk about it, and he told me he was like, "Bro, you know what? I would like to come on your podcast to talk about it because I got a lot of flack on it too. So this ain't nothing I went and looked for. This is just something that we both agreed that would would be good. We gonna have a real conversation. Mm-hmm. So I got the reason why I got the shirt. I want to just now before we get into it, I want to explain why the people are here. Everybody in this room, and we got a uh, live studio audience yeah, of yeah. Hurt Brothers. <laughs> Y'all make some noise. We got a lot of brothers, man, that just, they been through it too. You know, so I want to explain why everybody is in the room. <laughs> I want to explain why everybody's in the room so this conversation makes sense. All right, so one, Parham. I would argue Parham was probably one of the most important pieces to my relationship. Parham was the number one go-to person I went to when shit got bad. We we got to the point where we did a relationship contract. You remember that shit? Yeah. Parham signed yeah. it as a witness. Yeah. Two. Two. We, we, we did two. We did two relationship contracts. We had to go back and amend the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you got to do a contract on paper in your relationship, I mean that's it. That shit already two. broke. No, nah, man, that's called marriage. Nah, not if we. Hey, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We get to it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Parham, the reason why Parham was so important to this because he went through a marriage and a divorce. And he was with a woman that had similar characteristics as my ex did. So Parham was like very wise. And he really helped me navigate through a lot of it. I ain't going to lie. He was big. Troy, been knowing me longer than anybody in this room, knows who I am, how I am, seen every relationship. Troy seen the difference in this relationship. So he was very important in this process too. Same as Keith. Keith Keith was working with us at the time He's seen a lot of the difference I was the fun guy I was the guy you go out I'm gonna get all the hoes That changed That's right I like my girls BBW And Slim Busty too So so look uh, Bass is here Because you know uh, As a psychologist I feel like we need somebody We don't need to throw a whole bunch of opinions out We need to have some real Validation to this conversation Because there's going to be A lot of sisters listening right now Oh how are these men in here talking There ain't no women to give their opinion You know Fuck y'all That's the problem <laughs> Huh Oh yeah And Troy is a um, Happily married man He's scared So he ain't going to be talking like that <laughs> he, he, he ain't going to get into this shit like that <laughs> so, so. Nah, I, I told her I wasn't coming I told her I was going grocery shopping I, I'm at Kroger so. <laughs> okay, She's not coming on this episode I know she don't listen to the podcast So I'm good <laughs> So I'm good <laughs> She get enough of me I'm family She get enough of me already So Let's have that conversation So um, So let me call him now Nigga don't get cold feet. <laughs> Yo, Greg. 
Yo, yo, what's going on, bro? What's up, man? You on the Just Elders podcast? How you feeling, brother? Man, I'm good. I'm good. So look. Check this out. I just uh, gave an introduction of everybody that's in there. They know who you are. They know how we got on the phone last. I think that was last week, a week before last. And the conversation that we having today is just about black love. Brothers telling their side of when black love goes wrong. And it's a side we don't really get to talk about. Um, Just so you know, we have Frederick Parham, one of my good friends in here. He's going to be on the pod. We have Troy, my cousin, and we have uh, Dr. Professor Bass, who's a psychologist. So he's going to add a little validation to the conversation and kind of give us all some nuggets. And I have a live audience of niggas uh, that can't stand these motherfucking hoes. Yeah, yeah, So we're just going to jump right in, all right? All right. All right, cool, cool. So, um... Man, can can y'all brothers always like to start the conversation in a way that people don't think I'm gonna go? Can y'all talk about that first time when y'all fell in love? Like when you fell in love with that one that you thought was the one that wasn't the one. Mm. Parham, I'm very interested oh, to hear your story. I'm gonna start with Parham because Champ yeah, ain't here. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that's my anchor over there. So for all the listeners, what Eldridge said about me. To him and his shit, <laughs> my dog over there, same shit. Hey, that's what we do, man. Y'all be here for it. Support. <laughs> wow. All right, so talk about man, talk about the pioneer like, like, Yeah, the uh, genesis. Yeah, my shit go back to high school, really, man. I was, um, you know, basketball player, and I ended up going to the military in uh, my junior year, the summer. Came back, and uh, I ended up dating the captain of the majorettes. And so, uh, you know, fell hard. She was chocolate, looking good, thick. And uh, so we finished high school, dating, senior prom, did uh, my college sweetheart. And uh, we did all four years together. And so, shit, we were scheduled to get married, man. We was on time, you know what I mean? Like a flight. So uh, this high school sweetheart. Yeah, high school and college sweetheart. Actually, when I came to grad school, mm. I brought her out here with me. That's how I got to Atlanta. Damn. And uh, so we had a son. My oldest son is by her. Uh, and so shit fell apart. I got here and started fucking around. Had a little success being a college grad and, you know, being moving up the ladder. So anyway, shit went south, man. And, uh, you know, the way my pops raised me, shit, I, I, I broke up with her. She was here. So I was obligated to take her back home. So that's old school right there. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's old take her back to a daddy house. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. That's old school right there. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. So under the auspices that shit, we was gonna still get married, right? So I came back to Atlanta when I took her home, man. Fucked around, started messing with this other chick, and uh, you really broke her heart and shit. Called the marriage off. I went back home, called the marriage off two weeks before the marriage. Her family faced that shit with my family, all our high school, college friends and shit. We all went through it. So, you know, for a minute, my dick was in the dirt. Um, and uh, but, yeah, for an hour, nigga. Yeah, two weeks, two yeah, weeks for two the weeks. Okay. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, oh, it was it was all at play. So anyway, um, you know, call the wedding off, man. It was it was it was a hell of a thing as I reflect on it. And uh, but I realized that I didn't want to step into that wedding, not all the way in one hunt. So I called it off. And mm-hmm. the best advice I got 
about the whole shit, man, was from my older brother. He was like, bruh, you ain't obligated to do shit for nobody but for yourself. You mm. know, and now you got the son. Right. You got to take care of him, but that don't mean you got to be married. Right. And uh, so my older brother, man, shout out to Billy <clears throat> Parham, big boss. And uh, so, yeah, that was my shit. I thought she was the one, you know, we just start seeing a different vision and we went different directions. Right. And uh, my son recently graduated from Xavier University last year in May. Right. And we didn't have a good relationship from the time, goddamn, we split up till his ass graduated from high school. In fact, at his high school graduation, I flew to Dallas without a ticket to get in because, you know, they started giving tickets to graduation. Right. And she wasn't going to give me one. One of my college buddies called and she cussed him out. Hell no, nah, I ain't giving this punk ass no ticket, dot, dot, dot. I was like, well, shit, I ain't arguing with it. I don't need no ticket. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going to get in, you right. know. So anyway, I got in and had fortune would have it. Um, you know, I saw him graduate, and I ended up running into one of her aunt and uncles, and they were so happy to see me, they took a picture with me. And I was like, bam, my son know I'm here. Right, you know, right. shot him a text, hit him up, and it wasn't about me. So <coughs> fell in, watched him march, and I dipped. You know, came back to Atlanta. Mm. Now he in medical school. Right. Uh, yeah, he in medical school at Meharry in Nashville. Hey, look, y'all. When I tell y'all, if y'all want right. to see Parham with locks, just look at his son, boy. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. that boy look just yeah. like him, man. So, like, man, what's that? Fast forward. Like, that part, it's just something. I don't know what it is. I can just talk about for me. Like, I've always been a cat where women was never like it was you know, you know when you grow up and when you I was like the only boy growing up. So like I was all a whole bunch of women around, like, oh, this my little boyfriend, this my little boyfriend. And then you get in middle school, you have like elementary school, you got two girlfriends. Oh, he got two oh, girlfriends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that shit was cute, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just one of them cats that just kept that cute shit going on yeah. for 30 years. Yeah, I know yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> so so, so it, it was just one of them things. And, and I ain't blaming nobody. I ain't blaming nobody for, uh, for uh, where I went. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying it was just a culture that I was born into. That it was accepted, and you know it's always been accepted. Oh, you got oh you, yeah, you got the women. You oh you the man. You got you yeah. the man. You got the hoes. You know. In what fact, when when I played pop Warner football, uh, my brothers played before me. It was just a, a matter of course, man. Really, you know, you had a girl or two and shit, and everybody be like, "Boy, you got a couple girls," you know, and your uncles and shit giving you dap, and nobody ever really breaks that shit until. Until you, you break, break something. something. Until you break something. Right. A heart. Right. Goddamn. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, bad. do you have any love stories like of like this when you fell in love? They ain't got necessarily be bad. Like it's just like the first time you fell in love. Yeah, man. I got a bad story. Real, and I'll make it real quick. Uh, and it's all wrapped up in the karma concept. The mm. karma concept. Mm, but hold on, before you start to I I'm gonna let listeners know this podcast might be a little long, but it's needed. I'm yeah. not. I'm not limited in this conversation. So yeah, let's yeah. go. Bro. In high school, man, I met this girl named Michelle. I ain't gonna give her last name because her family is real big in DC. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Google big family Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> but Michelle, but you know, I fell in love with her. But you know, coming with my own baggage, I didn't know how to approach her. I didn't know what to do with her. So I, you know, approached her with the only way that I knew how. It's like, how you doing? You know, so I kept saying, how you doing? Every time I saw it was, how you doing? How you doing? So her friends started circling around calling me the how you doing boy. 
Right, so it, it, turned, it turned into this embarrassing thing, man. But I was so in love with her. But they don't be knowing, bro. <laughs> they don't be knowing. They be in love. Oh, man. But every time I walked around her, man, I got tongue-tied. So it's like, how you doing? How you doing? And friends joked me out. And then I found out her big sister went to Hampton. So I waited for her sister to come home. I ended up fucking her sister. But she... Wow. She, she, wow. <laughs> that was turn. She, 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 I was so in love. I fucked her sister. I was so in love. I fucked her sister. But this is where it get good. This is where it get good. This is where it get good. God. I planned it. I planned it after her friends started dogging me. I started planning. it. I started scheming on her sister. And we started getting together, you know, the whole thing. So she came home. I ended up getting with her. And as I walked out of her sister's bedroom, I made sure that Michelle was coming out at the same time. So Michelle came out the bedroom, and I was like, how you doing? Hey, bro, this a, this a cold motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Shades of gray. Oh, well shades of gray. Oh, and it was then, and it was I, then. he knew he was a psychologist. What about you, Troy, man? What you got, man? Man, I, yeah. Ayla Kemp. Nah, I uh, I never I never really besides like with my wife I never really like fell in love with nobody nothing like that I mean for me you know I seen a lot of divorce and stuff growing up so I kind of took that stuff serious early where it was just like if we just kicking it we just kicking it you know right. if I ain't got marriage on my mind mm. you know I'm not trying to date you I'm not trying to do none of that kind of stuff we can just kick it and not. Let's not fool ourselves that it's anything else. So I never had none of that. And uh, the one time I actually got serious, with, I got married, you know, so. Mm, I never ten really, years ago. Yeah, uh, nine, but, you know, same thing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It actually is. That's, 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 what, <laughs> that, that, that's what it was, though. I just, uh, I was like, this ain't nothing for me to even try to play with. I don't want no false starts, nothing like that, so. I just, I didn't get into it. I was like, I really like you, and I think you really look good. <laughs> but not enough for us to, you know, be committed to each other like we married and we sharing money and doing all these other things. So, fortunately, I avoided a lot of headache. Um, and he that. watched a lot of mine. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was able to live vicariously through uh, through L. You know. <laughs> I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, for real. Like, <laughs> And that what, that's what people don't think about me. People think I really just, oh, you just, you never going to settle down. No, I be trying. Y'all be fucking up. <laughs> like, I be really trying out here, right? But God, there ain't somebody ain't for real with this shit. So, Greg, man, what you got, man? Time you fell in love. Before we talk about the other one, though, I don't want you to talk about that one. Uh, man, I ain't going to front, bro. Um, I come from a, a family of ladies, man, bro, like, Every man in my family just just has a way with women. And I'm kind of like you, man. Like, I'm a hopeless romantic. So I guess you can really say, man, like, I be loving all these hoes. <laughs> 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 like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel you. Like, I feel look, you. look, man, I, I ain't, I ain't going to front, bro. I ain't going to front. Like, I, I probably don't fell in love with every hoe I done had. But mm. I guess you could say... <laughs> I, my my life is summed up 
in a trail of heartbreak, man. Like I, I, I be loving these hoes, but I just do wrong, man. Like I don't, I don't know, man. It, it was in my nature for a certain point. I finally went to therapy and got to the root of some shit Good. and figured out why it was like that. But up until this point, bro, like, shit, all of them, <laughs> all of them. So I guess you could say it started in kindergarten. I gave it a little, a little <laughs> candy food and then, bitch, I want to marry me. I just get it. Like, her name was Vivian Dotson. She's still bad to this day. She's out there. I'll at you, You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> Cause I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yo, that's, that's, that's my truth, bro. But you know, thinking of that, you know, I, I feel what you're saying. What you call it with that? Like niggas do fall in love. I think for me, actually figuring out what that love actually is. Because <laughs> when you're married or in a relationship, like a lot of a lot of bitches can give you that. I call it the googly feeling. Right. It's like, oh man, I really, I really. Oh, I got that oh. googly feeling. Huh? <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, do I actually you know, love them? You know. So at some point, we'll get to like what love actually is and all that. But ooh-wee. you know that that oh, googly feeling, man. you can that can be a work way. <laughs> well, I'm ready for that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, let's say we'll that, that I've, I've, I fell in googly feeling <laughs> in every relationship. He's the googly. The googly, yeah. <laughs> That nigga so, get a googly feeling. Have y'all, he proposing. Have y'all ever like had a googly feeling or love somebody, whichever one you want to call it, and they didn't believe you, but you really did. Like, like if they really could re- look inside your mind and see how much you fucking with them, yeah, they yes. would remove Girl, all the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like that is the story of my life. Hell, that's the story of my life, especially when you known for having like the whole. All of them be like, they like, well, you were just fucking seven sets last week. You know, how, how can you, how can you love me? Like, it's like the moment you got here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 hey, hold on, hold on, before you go any further, before you go any further, again, to my listeners, to my listeners, because I got a lot of lady listeners, and I don't want y'all to get offended, because you hearing, you, right, what you hearing right now, what y'all asking for? Y'all be asking for that honesty. Y'all be asking what we really think, what we talking about. I'm letting you inside the, the men's locker room right now. And this shit ain't always filtered and pretty. You know what I'm saying? You get that shit from your man that lying to you tonight. But right now, you're going to yeah. get that real. So yeah. so don't get offended. We just having a conversation. It is what it is. All right. Yeah, and when I say bitch, I, I don't mean anything disrespectful. I mean generally. You know yeah, saying? we mean beautiful, intelligent, <laughs> talented, no, charismatic. Like, like, y'all my dogs, the female dogs, the bitches. It ain't like a Derogatory term. It's, got it. It's, it's got a technical it. term. <laughs> technical term. <laughs> hey, Bash, looking like what the fuck? <laughs> What's a female dog? I'm saying y'all my dog. <laughs> All right, look, man. So tell me, tell me about that time. That one time where you were trying to save a relationship that was not supposed to save. God damn. Oh my, God. my fucking marriage, goddamn. Let's uh, go. My boy Champerty. Buckle the fuck up. But uh <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, just you gotta, you gotta give us the beginning. Uh, you gotta you gotta you can tell it as short as you want to. Oh uh, boy. Well, we was all partners, me, champ, a couple of more of my friends and shit. And um, you know, I seen her fuck I was getting ready for a goddamn play. And she fell through uh, the director's house. So we over there, man, and shit. I seen her ass, boy, and it was, bam, I got a hit. Because I ain't going to lie, I've been in love with fucking, 
not really in love with the person. Right, right. And so, uh, and that shit came out in the therapy after the divorce. So anyway, man, I fell in love with her ass, just pretty as fuck, man. And then I got to know her, motherfucking um, awesome. But they told me on the front end, bro, nigga, she crazy, nigga. Just champ told you she was crazy. Shit. My other partner, hey, you know, seen it, seen it when she walked through the door. You know, yeah, <laughs> a crazy yeah, yeah. Hey, look, this nigga the thing. spell was on you. You, yeah, Cause, hell cause yeah. Troy told me. Told Troy told me Ashley same was crazy. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said champ is my yeah. So hey, anyway, told me Ashley was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, so, yeah. we about to get to that right nigga. Hold on. So yeah, I'm just in love with fucking man, and uh, so anyway, goddamn, we ended up going through all the, the shit to get married, and and uh, it stormy and shit, and never should have got married. And that's the other part, you know. Cats need to really understand, you know, on the front end, you know what I mean, whether. You yeah. just trying to chase the pussy. What were the red flag you annoyed with her? Mm. Shit, what? The fucking tone and the disagreements was mm. like a goddamn boxing match. So, mm. you know, a verbal boxing match. And you know, I ain't no stranger to that shit. So I'm giving her ass that shit back. Like, shit, bitch, I'm going to meet you where you at. You right. know? <laughs> so um, that shit just intensified. And nigga, man, I'm at the strip club one night with my boy who going through some marriage shit. And uh, living with a broad, so he, I, I take her car. You know what I'm saying? Man, I get in her shit, leave her my key. Man, this nigga in the strip club way longer than I told I was gonna be gone, and I didn't tell I was going to the strip club. Right there on goddamn West End on uh, uh, Abernathy. Oh, okay. <laughs> she pull up on my ass, daughter in the back seat. Oh shit! This nigga come out. We fucked up. Nigga, she burnt rubber in the strip club, drove the fuck off, so I knew I couldn't get in the house that night. Nigga, I went with that nigga and we finished kicking it. So shit, we got down. First fuck up. Yeah. I mean, nah, you're in trouble now. Yeah, and, and my thing always have been, if I already knew I'm in trouble, I might well go and enjoy the rest of the night. Right. Yeah, so that's what I did. And uh, but yeah, so anyway, man, I I, I uh, you know really loved her, man, and uh, and still do. But I had to really unpack what that shit mean—not loving fucking, mm -hmm. but like loving somebody where you might just appreciate their bullshit, you mm -hmm. know. Google and um, and love the broad in spite of. What was the one time where she did some shit and like? I need to leave this motherfucker, but you didn't. Like, it was just the one thing, like, like this motherfucker's great. That nigga Champ. Can Champ come down here? Can, hey, look, Champ, get on this mic real fast. Like, let me get Champ on this one. Let me tell you me. Let me let Champ tell a story. Let me let Champ tell a story. Here you go. Here right. Champ, this is the anchor, the homeboy. Now, now, let me tell you. Um, the point I think he should have just walked away from it was the wedding. At the wedding. At the motherfucking wedding. <laughs> Before the wedding. Oh, you think about, uh, what is it, Bridezilla? Or, or someone that just goes off? What? She went off on everybody. It was, it was up and down. Now, we had a secluded place. Nice little private island. I'm talking about everybody from the innkeepers on up. She done went off. I said, brother, do you really want to marry this woman? He said, yeah, I done came too far. I was like, 
Never too yeah. far. Mm. Yeah, I, I was like, you, you still got a choice. You still ain't signing on. It, it ain't done. It, it had the ceremony. <laughs> but hey, he went ahead and did it. Now that was the that was that's when he should have walked out. Second time when he had a brick in his window in in, in his car window. <laughs> that was Mary. That was Mary. That was Mary. <laughs> now, he got a brick in his window in his driveway. He got a brick in the window. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. And that and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. But it was all it was about a hundred other episodes in between that shit, man. This shit was like just wow, dog. I can't even describe how that shit was, but I'm completely over the shit because it I just was like Like you love you, her. Well, I really love the idea of uh, mm, when I dig in I love the place. idea in that time. Come of being on. married with this badass woman. Come on, I'm now we about to talk. Because yeah. I'm gonna tell you, you know, when when you climbing ladders or when you walk into a room and you got a bad chick with you, <clears throat> all the other hoes they choosing too. They yeah. want you. And so yep. me, I'm that's my high school college experience, you know. So I'm like, shit, man, I got a bad bitch. I'm finna marry, nigga, for sure. So that was the thing. It was just the idea, man. And then I can get other hoes because I really never stopped fucking around. I always tell bitches I ain't never had no problem getting no bitch. I always had two bitches. Got two bitches now. So I'm like, shit. I just be like two or three bitches. But my thing is, everybody. But my thing about it is discretion, man. And that's what I would just share with the with the listening audience. You got to have real discretion with your shit. And uh, and just realize everybody want to feel special, man. So you can't be letting the hoe know about the other hoe, cause then the bitch start comparing herself to the bitch and the other bitch. So I just be like discretion, man, and just bash. Sure. I'm gonna let you jump in, cause you keep shaking your head. Bash is like y'all not paying me enough for this session. You got some fucked up niggas. Bash, what you got to say, man? Dave Chappelle on his famous skit said, "I plead the fifth. <laughs> no, <that's what. laughs> so we gonna get we gonna get Parham some help, man. <laughs> now, he said something important though that that and, and it ain't just relationships; it's everything. And for me, realizing and that's what I meant when I was talking about earlier, being in love with the idea of something. Oh yeah, because everybody love the idea of like happily ever after. Oh yeah, and uh, love the idea of a building a business or. Getting in shape, but then it's like, damn, I got to get up every morning, or damn, I got to share my space with her. Damn, she got to eat my cereal, like you know. So, I gotta yeah. stop fucking with other women. You right, can tell, right. I'm telling you, a lot of niggas. You can tell Troy got married fat. That nigga said eat my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that nigga Troy almost got a divorce over the cabin trash. Hey man, it's like you know, it's, people yeah. jump into stuff they don't know if they're ready for all that, you know, and actually assessing what it is. Well, you a, know? a couple of things we all know based on science that men fall in love faster. Mm, I ain't know As a matter of fact, men fall in love first mm. compared to both men and women. Mm. So you got to keep that in mind. But when we say we're in love with somebody, what does that really entail? Typically, it entails responsibility. And the first thing that kills intimacy is responsibility. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that you keep that thing balanced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. So many sisters will say, you know what, you used to do this thing, but now you don't do that anymore. You have to be careful that you, if you're not ready to continue to do those things, even if it's crazy, mm-hmm. if you don't continue to do those things over and over and over again, she's going to lose interest. Like and eventually ass. you eat. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> damn. 
All right, my bad. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Here, I, here I am on a good train. You are, you are. You just derailed that shit. But you said crazy. You said even if it's crazy. You said even if it's crazy. Come on. Even if it's crazy, that creates the foundation of your relationship. So that's what we always try to get back to, the foundation of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just like drugs, though. Understand, that first hit is going to be better than any other hit afterwards. So you ain't going to ever get Ooh, that same feeling man. again. Yep. So you got to remember that. Yep. That's balls. Mighty well recorded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Look, they wanted to hurt brothers. Because you had a posting one time. It was just talking about going on relationships, going on dates, and the man has to pay. Right. And like he said, with, with the, um, in the beginning, how you started off. Girl start out with Houston mm-hmm. and want to go to um, St. Regis, want to go to goddamn New York Prime. Mm-hmm. And they think, you know, like he said, the balance get thrown off. Because me as a guy, I'm thinking the next one going to be Applebee's. Because we don't want the three guys <laughs> on straight yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me put you up on game on that shit. So when the dog says you got to be able to balance it, that balance will get thrown off. Because what, what happened is, if I take her to the, she wants to go to those two or three, and she said, I've never been, then she walking out with a doggy bag. You looking at her like, baby girl, we could have just went to God doing Kroger or Publix, and we could have fixed all this. But but like Andrew said, most women don't want that. They want the New York Prime. And then when you let them down, dog, like you said, mm-hmm. now you're like, well, you ain't doing what you used to be. You used to. Mm-hmm. Like, baby girl, guess what? Shoot, I, my, um, first of all, my check every year only goes up 3%. It doesn't go up ten to twenty or thirty thousand dollars. Only three percent every year, and inflation kicks in. Bills cost, and I think women, you know, they get lost in the um in the, in the mix of thinking that you know, especially you got housewives of Atlanta and all this Instagram going on. Instagram got your bitch. Instagram got your bitch. Ain't got your. Instagram, no yeah, draw. oh yeah, cause they gonna do it for the gram before they do it. They gonna send. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so look, so that nigga hurt. So I'm gonna tell you, like, Bad said something that's true. Men do fall in love first. That's true. That's true, like, bro. Whether whether the thing is the way society's set up, we can't show that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We gotta hide it. So it's been a, everybody in this room has liked the woman more than she thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. you actually liked her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And every would that even be said? Every brother has got their feelings hurt. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. By a woman and couldn't show that either. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's another thing I was talking about on other podcasts where if dudes really pointed out every time where a woman said something that offended him or hurt his man, we look like some hoes oh, out oh, here. Oh. Like you know the number one thing Like this is the biggest contradiction Women would say this Oh you so nonchalant You don't never open up But for the brothers that do you like Nigga you so emotional mm-hmm. It's like this biggest Double so what dudes do Like what, what I do mm-hmm. I'm not It's almost like being I hate being tickled Most people don't know I hate it I hate it like to the, With a passion bro It's one of them things where I just hate it But what I learned when I was young if I can show I'm not being tickled for the first like two, three, two, three minutes, mm-hmm. like my sister would stop because it's not fun mm-hmm. if you're not laughing. You know what I'm saying? So they'll mm-hmm. stop. And that's how I see hurt. Mm-hmm. I noticed when I showed you what offended me, mm-hmm. you would keep doing that to press that button. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I never showed you nothing, you don't know 
what's affecting me. You don't know how to get me. And I and I and I say this shit and it's incompletic, uh, politically incorrect all the time. I've never touched a woman in my life. I ain't never hit no woman. I ain't never did that. But because of that, I have gotten tried more by dudes that do. Because mm-hmm. when a woman know you ain't gonna put your hands on it, they know the limit. Mm-hmm. Tay Tay, who be busting they got down TFO, she like it, that nigga ain't gonna get tried a certain type of way. And oh, just yeah. it, for whatever reason that is, I learned that. So I feel you on brothers fall in love first, and like because it just happened, but we don't get to show it. And why? Why do you feel like that happened? Why do you feel like me and hide that, I Professor Bad? Because anytime you're vulnerable. Which is what we sort of link with being sensitive, which we call bitch-like, which we call all of the feminine qualities. Mm-hmm. Then that's seen in this society of patriarchy as something that's negative. Mm-hmm. So as we stay within this realm of masculinity or toxic masculinity, which I hope we'll get into at some point later. Yeah, bring it in whenever you want. Okay, most times people don't really talk about the toxic femininity. Mm-hmm. Because there's a whole lot of toxic femininity as well. What is that? What is toxic, toxic femininity? Let me say it like this. I mean, the word bitch has been used a whole lot today. Let me say this. When you're looking at male dogs and female dogs, which one is more vicious? The female dog. When When you look at... Lions versus lionesses. Which one is more vicious? The lioness. Lioness. So now what we do is we sort of minimize the power of the female energy, right? But that female energy can be very ferocious and very violent and very destructive to our psychological. Okay. Mm-hmm. So appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> so when it comes to when it comes to what is toxic femininity, toxic femininity is when a person is not in control of their emotions. And when I say not in control, they will jump off. They will say things that they don't really mean. They will show the persona of who they really are versus the real them. Mm. Because a hurt person, excuse me, an angry person is really just a hurt person. Mm. But we're not or they're not typically expressive when it comes to, look, I am hurting right now. They just come off, many will come off saying, I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm upset, I'm frustrated. You a dog, you a this, you a that. No, just talk about your hurt, baby. You ain't got to talk about how angry you are because that's just the buildup of hurt. Mm. Now, toxic masculinity, on the other hand, is when brothers don't have the ability to really show both sides of themselves. Now, I believe that based on science and research, I got to throw that in there, that there's always two sides of us. There's a quote unquote masculine side and there's a quote unquote feminine side. We all have the what you. Yeah, we both we both do. Some people call it the yin and yang. Some people call it the anima and animus. Same concept. You know, we have both sides. So when we, according to society, show one side more than the other side, then we become toxic. Mm. And that's too much, quote unquote, masculinity or too much, quote unquote, femininity. Mm. We become toxic. Mm. So what I say earlier about balance, Mm. that's what I'm talking about. In this life, we got to show balance. Right. Right. That's why bad's here, man. Yeah, why? That's why bad Just break that shit down. Yeah, yeah. All the way. All the way. Um, for me, I know, and uh, I don't had this conversation with every brother in this room mm-hmm. about one time because I like. Let me just give how my relationship even started with Ashley. So, <clears throat> I remember exactly how I remember how Ashley got chose. Like I'm in the process. I'm dating a couple of women, right? Mm-hmm. They, I, I'm I'm single. I'm I ain't in no relationship. I'm just out here dating but 
I have had intimate relationship with a couple of women in the community that were in close proximity. Mm-hmm. So then there's this one sister that started going on the whole campaign, talking trash. Y'all already know who the sister is. Mm-hmm. Talking trash about who I am, throwing dirt on my name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm a brand guy too. I was like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of like, we in the process of me and you doing our thing with our business. You know what I'm saying? The business kind of going all right. Um, I'm like, you know what? I just want to go out there and get one girl and show all these motherfuckers like that I can do this shit. It was it was really a thing to myself that I could be a one woman man because I got tired of having that 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 title of oh you a fuck boy you hurting all these women because I know the stories are very incomplete. It's coming out that oh you hurting all these women, but it ain't the whole story ain't coming. So I said you know what I'm gonna get my one and I'm gonna show everybody. I chose Ashley. Ashley, I was doing. It was a process of elimination. I'm not one of them brothers that believe there's not no good women in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a couple of women that I was dating that was good women, but Ashley checked a lot of points. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she about to be an attorney. You know what I'm saying? She in law school. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I, she had a daughter that was super dope. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah. So I was like, yo, you know what? I'm just gonna choose. Mm-hmm. You want some responsibility, right? Go ahead, responsibility. So right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm shoes Ashley. So I remember when it happened. I remember going because you know you got to talk your boys up. Like yeah, bro, I don't found them, bro. <laughs> I don't found <laughs> how, how was I talking to? Yeah, like I'm like one. You talking it up too much. <laughs> Whenever somebody trying to sell me on a relationship too hard, I just don't believe it. <laughs> but, but look, but that was even like you got to realize everything added to who, what me and Ashley were because. Uh, one, I ain't believe myself. <laughs> My niggas didn't believe me. You know what I'm no. saying? The world didn't believe me. So I was like, I'm gonna prove everybody, everybody wrong. wrong. So right. because I was doing that, I ignored a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Ashley had a lot of red flags that, if I was being honest, I would have never dealt with her. First red flag. What's the number one thing I always talk about? Family. Everybody know that. Mm-hmm. Ashley had a fucked up relationship with her family, mm-hmm. and I ain't know the history of it. I just should it was just a red flag when everybody in your family, you ain't got that one cousin you rock with or that one somebody, like that was like a red flag that I ignored. Mm-hmm. So me and her start building, we kicking it. And I remember Ashley had what made the relationship easy in the beginning. She was going out of town. She was in North Carolina for an internship. So she was out there in North Carolina. So we long distance. Long distance relationships are always easy. They the like, best. They the best. You just conversation and uh, imagination. Yeah. <laughs> conversation, <laughs> imagination. You know what I'm saying? It sound good and mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that pussy gonna feel good. <laughs> Lights up. Mm-hmm. So, so I remember when she was moving back, uh, we decided to move in together. First thing that we did wrong. So we move in, and I just remember, and Troy and Parham, I want y'all to jump in whenever y'all feel the thing. I remember I was not talking to no, like, because Ashley was real, like, because I was real honest with her. I gave her everything up front. This is who I am. This is what I did. I was, and that, that sparked a lot of, she already had insecurities, but that sparked insecurities to make him validate it. In me You know what I'm saying Insecurities were already there But my honesty Made them justifiable Towards me So the interlude Before they got Their own place They crashed at my place (laughs) Yes For about two weeks Because the apartment Wasn't ready Ready yet So they crashed at my place And you know I I knew the shit 
wasn't gonna work, but every man gotta walk his own path. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but I mean, just because she was just coming off some shit. Right. Which I found out when y'all was staying with me. Right. And uh, you know, for me, every man gotta walk his own walk. So who am I to try to talk him out of what he wants from for himself? And I thought, shit, I don't know, it might be a miraculous win. Because <laughs> stranger things have happened. But just looking at it for what it was, I was like, yeah, this shit real shaky. But they stayed with me for a couple of weeks, and I just remember her being uh, real insecure about herself, you know. And I thought, so here we are with Eldridge, which is this extrovert, which is so, you know, so secure, feels strongly about himself and family. And then we had a sister who's damaged from her family relationships and insecure. So I knew then it might be some tension, but hell, they survived them two weeks. Yeah, they would come to the crib and we talk, have a good time. Me and Champ was living together. Smiling yeah, so he shit. met her at the same time I did. Laughing, it went, and it was good, honey. Hey, 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 yeah. she, she bought groceries. Oh, yeah, she, she got damn bought groceries. Yeah, she damn sure bought groceries. Yeah, yeah. And a matter of fact, I think we threw a party with some of the food stuff. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, so, so she getting points from a boy. Yeah, hell yeah, bringing shit to the table. You know, we fans. Um, so I just, I just was like, yo, man, this cat, younger cat, twenty years younger than me, he got to grow into his own shit. And, uh, you know, one thing about a man when with his dick in a relationship, once he commit to it in his mind, mm -hmm. if he ain't the kind of man, he going to go forward no matter what nobody say. Right. So I know that to be true, too. Yeah. So now, as far as other women... Cause we throwing parties and everything. What was my energy towards? Oh, you was you was working at it, bro. Like yeah, you, you. I mean, yeah, you wasn't fucking around for sure. Wouldn't dance too long with nobody. No, you yeah. like to dance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Dance, you dance about two minutes. Yeah, nigga had a dance budget and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you at, Trey? Foot <laughs> Nah, like I said, I, I know you put the effort in because I seen the type of things that were moving in and out. Of, you know the circles that we were in. So I, I was proud of you for that. Um, I'm trying not to be like that hating nigga who like <laughs> I, I'm like, I was waiting for you to kind of get in on this, but nah, I think yeah, we got to go back into like how how we make these decisions, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, because I ain't gonna lie, like I said, I, I I thought I thought it was off. The biggest thing for me was that uh, you know, our business at the time was paying everybody bills. When you lock all of us out of out of Tell where the we get money. Tell the story. What you call it? I think she changed like the passwords and everything to the mm. bank accounts and all that kind of stuff. So for now me, this the shit paying I'm bills like, now, right? So I'm like, if you willing to hurt yourself, like your your bills getting paid out of this account, if you willing to hurt yourself just to hurt somebody else, I'm like, you you got to stop, bro. Like mm. you know. So there were multiple situations like that, but what we got to get back into is. How we see all these things and keep going, being <laughs> yeah. in love with that not, idea not, thing. No, it was the idea like, for me. For me, Parham done said I'm, it. Parham done said, "Well, I got a bad bitch. I don't care if she breaking my window." Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm yeah, like, we yeah, sounding like yeah, the crazy yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But it's real, yeah. like because you know it's Troy fault. No, I'm looking at this no, in the no, marriage. No. You know what I'm saying? His wife fine. He got sons. You know hey. what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm trying to be like Troy, man. So I'm like, fuck this hey, shit. Like, it I'm ain't make, easy, I'm though. Make, it I'm ain't make, easy. I'm making this shit. I, I, I would never forget this. And Greg, I'm about to bring you in. I would never forget the moment 
when I knew I was about to be with Ashley. I remember Ashley because I'm not an arguer. I'm not like you said. You got you meet them where they. I don't meet them where they are. I'm like, what the fuck you arguing about? Like, I'm just that's just not my energy. Mm. So I remember Ashley was just yelling, and I'm looking at the bitch in the eye, and I'm like, damn, this motherfucker crazy. And I still want it. <laughs> like, 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 I, just, I, re- I remember saying, yeah, like, yeah. I remember on some, that's why I said it's fucked up. I identify with Joe because I was like, man, you want to be loved and you ain't never been loved for real. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be patient and try to work through this shit. That's literally what I, I'm yeah. telling y'all my mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So then, what fucked it all the way up, I fell in love with. That's where I was gonna go. That's, uh, yeah. that's what because yeah. I've dated yeah. plenty of women, but I got the ten thirty to ten thirty rule. So I either come ten thirty when they go to school or ten thirty when they go to sleep. <laughs> so so I am yeah. never I have never dealt with nobody kids like that before. Mm-hmm. So this is the first woman where I literally like mm-hmm. this kid is my kid. So I got th- different things that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So one, I always wanted my kids to go to Pan African schools. Mm-hmm. So I went. Called M Hotel Academy, got in M Hotel Academy school. Mm-hmm. I always talk about how my dad, my mom, I don't feel like they paid attention to my interests mm-hmm. and really tried to start my launch me on my ten thousand hours mm-hmm. of experts. So mm-hmm. every week, me every night, me we painting. Y'all seen the shit yeah, like it was so all then, on social media, bro. Then, and that's the other thing: the idea of family, <laughs> the the look. It was like this beautiful woman, the beautiful dog. We all got locks. We had a fucking hashtag. Like if you uh, hashtag. When love locks mm-hmm. Like we were goddamn Going hard <laughs> 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 look, look, This nigga This nigga had Whole brand campaign I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like But look I'm talking about It's to the point and, and y'all I had six seven eight nine two five seven six five zero Was my first number I got that shit In fucking 8th grade That's when I know That nigga was off That number Has been through Since 8th grade I've got Clients Oh, that number has been on CNN. That number has been everywhere, right? That number, and as an entrepreneur, you survive based off the call. Oh, yep. You survive off the call. When you get, you never know when you'll get that client to call you. Mm-hmm. And I remember I couldn't control my number because I was trying to prove that I was faithful, bro. I'm right. going to the gas station, leaving my phone at the house unlocked. Mm-hmm. I have nothing yep. to hide. Mm-hmm. So I remember that number was just contaminated, though. At any given time, a shot will come in town like, yo, elders, we here. Let's hang out. Mm-hmm. I can't control that. So I remember changing my number. Yep. And that's when, that's when Derek Bozeman, he was like, Nigga, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> like, I yeah. was mad because I had to add all the numbers in the new, new tech thread. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just remember, like, I was really trying. Mm-hmm. I was trying on this shit. And then when I gave up, this is what made me give up. Because it was just, like, it was just different shit. Like, motherfucker, like, Parham, that's why I say Parham was the most important. Because we would be chilling, and then she would just go off, like, out of nowhere. Like, it would just be, like... Like, bro, you can't be going off over this dish in the sink right now. And then I remember Parham would tell me, yeah, bro, my my ex used to do that. This is what she going to do. She going to do one, two, three. And then the next day, she would actually do one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, Parham was calling it, like, fucking lottery numbers. Like, I'm like, so I start calling Parham every day. Like, yeah. bro, how do I do this here? <laughs> like, Fucking me up with my bra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, nah, I was just going to say, you know, we find ourselves in these things, right? But at some point, 
I believe it started out as the idea, but once you start sitting in it, you you start oh you get start getting attached. reality. Yeah, you start getting attached because I, I was gonna ask you, has there ever been a point where they know it's bad, but then they don't want to tell you nothing? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that, that's when I was like, okay, yeah, he, he done moved. I was like, he done moved from right. He done moved from t- t- from the idea to now. I'm actually in love, really in love, and attached to this person yeah. <laughs> to the point that you don't want to share the kind of stuff, right? Oh, he disappeared, like you say, when they got married. He disappeared about two years. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like that's what that's what happened when you start working isolating. Now, now right. I will I will say I start isolating myself from Troy. Because you know, if you tell the truth, you gotta you. When, every time you say the truth, you gotta goddamn live it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta accept it. So I start going to part him because part him he he understood what I was going through, and I felt like it was. Like, nigga, it, what is you doing? <laughs> so so I felt like part him was giving me better advice and information. But I remember when you start isolating yourself, when you start hiding your relationship, all, all the brothers that's out there because I got a home, but it's going through it right now. When, when you start hiding your relationship like a bad drug habit, <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't, yeah, you don't want nobody. To know what you're going through, bro. You in something fucked up. Yeah. You in some toxic yeah, shit. Like, so, so fast forward, fast forward, and I'm getting to the end of me and Ash. So I remember, um, I, I remember just getting tired of breaking, getting broke up with for no reason. And I got to tell this story. So I was like, you know what, you got to go. Like because I had left my house. We were living together. The uh, the apartment was in my name. I left my apartment. Trevor, tell you this: I was paying the rent, and again, because the what you say, the responsibility. I'm like, so I'm paying the rent. I'm paying the light bill. I'm not even living there. I'm staying at Parham and Champ House, and then we we had family broke down. I was like, look, it's a deadline when you gotta leave, and then that deadline came. She didn't leave. She didn't leave. So then I had to get my mama involved. And to do it again, mm-hmm. paying all the bills mm-hmm. for a deadline to leave. So she leaves. I go back to my spot. I'm back in my spot. I'm supposed to be, again, hiding it like a drug habit. Mm-hmm. Because it's distance now, now we kind of talking again. Like, the conference, like it's supposed to be over, but we like, maybe we can make it work because we're not in the same space. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is when I knew this woman was crazy. Because Ashley would not tell me where she moved to. Oh shit! She would not tell. Me. She, she would not. Oh, that's tell, right. She would not tell me. She would not tell me where she moved to. Because I remember when we said we'll connect, mm-hmm. she would get there like real fast. She said I live in the area, mm-hmm. but I'm like, where does she live? Mm-hmm. So one day we on the phone. So I'm living in Glenwood East. I'm living in Glenwood East at the time. Glenwood East lives. It's right off the Highway 20. So I'm literally on the phone with her. We talking. And it's so close to 20, you hear cars. Like, if your door open, you hear the cars. So y'all know her motorcycles are. They real loud. So it's a motorcycle. He got to be going to leave 120. He ride by. I'm on the phone with Ashley. And you hear, Nyeow! Now, so I'm talking to Ashley. Three seconds later, I hear in her phone, Nyeow! <laughs> And I'm like, Ashley, where you live? <laughs> This girl literally got an apartment in the same complex, a building down. Damn. A building fucking down. And, and this is when you know you like this is when you know you fucked up, right? Because now, instead of just like completely running, 
Like, bro, you were tripping. This woman just caused all this drama in your life, mm-hmm. and you told her to move. Mm-hmm. She gets an apartment a building away. Mm-hmm. My dumb ass started going to that apartment. Yep. Absolutely. I'm just being yep. real. Like, nigga, yep. I'm fucked Dang. up. I'm, fu- yep. I'm fucked up. Like, nigga, I was, I'm over there kicking it. You're going to have some new clients. <laughs> so, look, I remember, Par- I remember Parham. This is why I love Parham, bro. Because Parham looking at this crazy shit. And this nigga ain't saying shit. <laughs> this nigga probably here like, every man got to walk his walk. <laughs> so look, now he's he telling Champ. <laughs> he's telling Champ all this shit. So I met this I met this motherfucking house down there. So the same shit started happening. It started start yeah. getting in arguments again. And this time, it's clear. Now I get it. I thought I could try to make it work, but now I get it. You're crazy. Like this, like you just got a lot that you got to deal with. We all do, but you got a lot you got to unpack that I can't help you. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make this work. This not going to work. So I remember we broke up the night of my Juneteenth dashiki party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, because cause I remember, let me tell y'all the story behind that. My parties, y'all know my events is a big part of my income. That's how we make money. Mm-hmm. So... She don't want me to invite women that like me to my party. So that is what? 70% of my attendance. So ticket sales are low. We like two weeks out. You ain't got the money to help me pay these bills. I ain't got the money. I got an event coming up. I said, fuck it. I send the blast out. I, I send a text to every woman in my phone, bro. And, and I don't know what happened, but they all came out. Yes, about, they did. This shit was like a goddamn. Y'all ever been to a parade? Imagine a parade of ex girlfriends. I'm talking about So they all come to the party. And it's a good time. I'm at the party. I'm hosting. I'm shouting out my girl on the mic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm dancing with her all night. I'm not even being a good host. Champ will tell you that. Because normally I'm talking to everybody. I'm only talking to my girl, her yeah. friends. <laughs> like, I ain't talking to nobody else. And she was cool. So every I remember, I remember somebody coming up like, damn, a- Ashley straight, bro. I see da 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 here, da da da. Ashley cool. I like she I was surprised too, bro. <laughs> so so that night. The next day, I'm thinking it's cool. It's Father's Day the next day. Yeah. So yep. me and her daughter, we got there make up. We making pancakes, mm, yep. and uh, I was saying she walk out the room, slam the door, boom. And I'm like, damn. But this time, I already know what time it is, and I'm like, you know what? I ain't doing this shit no more. So she comes back probably about three hours later, and she's just like, yo, get out. I ain't doing this. You disrespecting me in front of everybody. You had all these folk here. You da da you you da 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 da. So this time I grab all my stuff. I'm like, you know what? Cool. I tried. This just not gonna work no more. I'm two doors down. Let me let, look. I drive. Look, I drive my bag. I drive my uh, my little box, my relationship box, back to my house. <laughs> so I remember. I said, you know what? I I told everybody. I said, you know what? That was the one time I really tried. I tried, and I was on on some faithful shit. That shit didn't work, bro. I'm done. I'm going back to the OE. I remember getting on Instagram, meeting a little baddie in San Fran. Oh <laughs> I yeah, flew to San Fran. <laughs> I, I, I flew to San Fran and kid, literally kicked him with the shawty for a day. <laughs> like so I did. flew in at seven <laughs> and I left at eleven that night. I'm yeah. talking about we just kicked it. Oh. <laughs> 
day. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then, yeah. but again, my dumb ass not got down changing every. I'm thinking I changed all my passwords. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ashley finds out. She goes in my IG, finds out that I went out there with old girl. Now, we broke up at this point. She finds out I go through the stuff. So I remember trying to pay my phone bill and the card not declined. So then I called the bank and they said, I, I looked at my account and there was no money in it. So then I called the bank and they're like, oh, well, the money that was in this was transferred over to Ashley. <laughs> I'm like, what? So then all of a sudden I got logged out of my social media. All my social media got logged out. She uh, deleted my website. She, uh, party she, de- uh, she transferred Now this is when I knew Somebody was evil Not only delete the website You transfer out The domain names God damn She transfer out The domain <laughs> names For the goddamn party <laughs> for, I'm talking about For everything So then so, so if y'all ever wonder so, where just Eldridge Brand came from. Before this, I was made man everything. Ashley is the reason why I'm just Eldridge because I had to figure out what my new shit was gonna be. Like everything was gone. If you if you Google made man, if, matter of fact, if you look at the made man tweets, because she started tweeting all this shit. I don't. I'm never gonna hurt women again. Like she started tweeting as me, all this. But then got mad because folks started retweeting, posting it. Like yes, Eldridge, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, so, 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 so uh, I remember. And this is this. So I remember she did all of that. So, Brother Hyde, mm-hmm. Brother Hyde told me he said, "Man, you need to go." He said, "You need to go ahead and um because I remember." Going to the uh, authorities, you know, we know people in the yeah. city, and they were like, "Look, you can press charges. Yeah. We can do all of this, but if you do this, one, it ain't no pulling back. Once you press the button, right. and because of again responsibility. the responsibility, like love, I like, I don't want that mm-hmm. the responsibility for her daughter. I don't mm-hmm. want that to happen to her. I think her mother, she deserves a mother who reached the benefit of all the hard work because yeah. Ashley was working hard on her degree." Mm-hmm. She was So I remember I'm like nah I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna do that So But Jahai said Try to go over there One more time Go over there one more time And try to talk to her And um, so I went over the house And it was not working And I just remember Her phone Was right there on the counter I remember It was right there on the counter And I In my head I was like If I get her phone I know she lived by that phone It's gonna force her To wanna get Give me my phone back so I remember I snatched the phone out of the counter and just took off running. <laughs> so I took off running down some steps of apartments now. Yep. This is when I knew I fucked up. I look up, Ashley done squirrel leaped <laughs> on, down the stairs on my back <laughs> to jump on me for the Whoa. phone. So Ashley jumped. So look, so she jumped, but the way she jumped, she got that, she fell like she didn't land right. So she was pulling on my shirt. So I don't got them broke away. So we don't got on that straightaway. I don't kick them burners in. Boom. So instead of running down the stairs, I ran up two flights because these apartment complex, you could get out three I, ways. I, this ain't a, I see now this is a therapy session. <laughs> 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 really it out. No, no, we have a conversation. We have we have a conversation. <laughs> We having a conversation. So look, I told y'all this what this was. So I remember when we about right. So look, I remember when we go. I remember 
then I, this is when it really got fucked up. Ooh. So when I got out the apartments, I had ran. I had ran somewhere in the woods. Tried to use um, unlock the phone. The code was the code didn't work. So I had two choices: break her phone. Or just give her a phone back and be like, you know what, shout the fuck it. Fuck all this shit. So that's what I was going to do. I was on the way to give her a phone back. Be like, you know what, fuck it. Keep the shit. I'm moving forward. Ashley passed me in her car real fast. And when she passed me, three cop cars passed right behind her. So she done called the police. Said I done broke in her house. The good thing, the only thing that saved me, the officer that came out was David Brother. David brother And he know who I am So she was saying I, I broke in the house Her daughter was in the house And then that's when All the stuff came out That oh He was beating me It was just like A lot of slandering That was happening And, and at that point That's when I said You know what Fuck it I'm done I'm like Ain't none of this shit Like that right It, it literally took all of that For me to be like This was stupid And I let All that shit go and the last thing that uh, happened was it, it, this this how this how the uh, universe worked. Once I let it go, I got an email three days later, and the email was from the bar association because she put me down for a referral for the bar. And the number one question they asked when you had to take the bar, they said, "Is this a trustworthy person?" Mm-hmm. And mm. I, I remember calling everybody. I'm like, "Bro, should I feel that?" Everybody said, "Nah, bro, you need to feel that shit out." You need everybody, like, no, you no just, I did. Trust like feel it, bro. My mama said, "Fill it out." My mama said fill it out But again I just felt like If you did that It never ends You know what I'm saying Like I just felt like It never ended yeah. mm-hmm. So I remember Taking a screenshot of it And I just sent it to her Just on some shit like Just so you know Motherfucker <laughs> Just so you know And I ain't saying nothing mm-hmm. I just sent it And after that I let it ride mm-hmm. The next time I seen her Was at that community uh, Reconciliation meeting mm-hmm. That mildly called Because mm-hmm. she had She was saying All that stuff about me And they wanted to address it Because mm-hmm. they were saying I was Can you remember It came to the Letters yeah. McMahon Brothers yeah. That yeah. I was beating her mm-hmm. So you know We of our community Of accountability Even if we fuck with So the brothers Coming at me like Bruh we don't roll like this Bruh. So after that meeting Savage Bruh savage <laughs> After that meeting After me, after that meeting We let that shit ride I never talked to her again Good. That was in August September Instagram, she comes out married. The floor is yours. <laughs> How did that fuck work? How you guys? <laughs> yeah, bro. First yeah. of all, it's married in September. First of all, after y'all see the picture of Greg. Hey, yeah, Greg. Oh, hold on, hold on. First of all, these boys look like brothers. Man. First of all. <laughs> Man, I got to say this piece real quick because I remember so all this bullshit went on. Eldridge done, Eldridge done, right? We just Eldridge popping. We we moving on, right? Instagram, Facebook pop up, and it said Ashley was married. Then I look at the picture, and you know how you see something real quick in a glance in the morning, like. <laughs> Bro, when I say he didn't look just so light, bro, I think Gray uh, lost is a little bit longer, bro. No, I, mine longer. I looked, I looked, I looked, I was like, I said, hell no, this nigga went from being done to man. I called Elgin Ace. I said, bro, what the fuck are you doing? He said, what you, what you mean? So you go back and look, and then we find out it was Greg. But man, bro, I swear that was man. That shit just. Man. Didn't, 
And I took, and then Greg was talking shit about me. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so Greg, 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 Greg got there, let Ashley hype his ass up. That nigga on there talking about, uh, oh, how you abuse a woman and call yourself a made man. man. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey. Hey, man, look, bro. I ain't gonna front. You know, I'm one of the type of niggas you, you gonna stand by, by your woman, right? Right, right, right. You married, you gonna stand by it. She said something. Hey, I bit for it, you know, but sometimes you beat a fight piece of shock and find out it's bullshit. That's kind of what happened. Now, I apologize. I shouldn't even came at you like that, bro. Like, because I ain't even know you. I ain't even know the truth. And what's funny is the same shit she did to you, nigga, she did to me times 10. Wow. Damn. Damn. Times 10. Now, like, look. Nigga, like, I just finished some, like, criminal court shit, nigga. I had charges. Like some bogus ass charges that she helped drunk. Ah, oh, bro, it's Damn. my story. My nigga is so so traumatic. I did take my black ass because <laughs> I was ready to cut the dog shit out of her, bro. I went too, big dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in it right like, now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like even just thinking about talking about it, bro, it still kind of makes me fire hot. Cause I let a lot of shit ride. You feel me? Like I went into it blind. You know, like you said, I, I got married to it. Way too fast, way too fast. But really, how, how did you get married? Really yeah. One of those. yeah, I like. Did you, did okay, y'all so. meet? Was y'all dating while we were dating? No, not did at you all. Fucking with my girl. No, <laughs> 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 nah, but no, nah, but okay. So, so he got a thing. Hey, y'all want to hear something funny? So, I was engaged like three, four months before I actually ever met Ash. Mm. Oh, falling hard. Oh uh, yeah, you lo- you love him. You love him all for real. You weren't lying. <laughs> you not lying. Look, I told y'all this shit in the beginning of the show, bro. Yeah. I love these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, bro. We're keeping it one thousand. I wasn't lying, bro. That's my New Year's resolution. No more lying. I love these hoes, bro. And it's hard not to, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like women are dope as fuck. Niggas be on that weirdo shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some shit, yeah. So, but I was in. I was. I was engaged to a chick. Her name also asked me. <laughs> so that made it weird. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm legit done with Ashley. So all the Ashley's out there in the world, you might be beautiful. You might be great. But I never even tried just because, God damn, your name fucked up out here. But how do y'all For get real, married, bro? Like, how you get man. married, bro? That's all I, I just want to know. How did that happen so fast? All right, bro. So I'm, I'm me and this girl, am I? My first red flag, and there were a lot of red flags before we actually did. Like, one thing I, I learned in, in therapy is I have a way of dealing with my frustration and my anger. And that's me just, I kind of, I just need my time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just let me go somewhere, calm down, think shit out logically, then we can have a conversation. But after you not sat here and verbally abused and assaulted a nigga, bro, like, I'm not finna talk to you calmly. So, I let women take me out their element because all of them, are, you know, they'll claim that they have abandonment issues, which means the moment you walk out that door, she feels, she feels like you have forsaken her, which makes things worse. And no nigga wants to add fuel to the fire, so I would sit there, get fire hot while she's talking her shit. And unlike Eldridge, who doesn't like to argue, I'm provocative as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see her talk crazy to me, I'm going to make you want to fight me, but you better not touch me. And she, um... Yeah, ask one of the niggas that was, she, she one of the women that would touch your ass. Mm-hmm. She just went down here, but the way we got married, bro, <laughs> the red flag, the red flag before we got married, though, I, I must say this, bro, I need my space. Ashley was living in Atlanta. I was living in Nashville, Tennessee. 
I was going back and forth from Nashville and Los Angeles, but I was primarily in Nashville, Tennessee. You feel me? So whenever Ashley and I was getting through it, nigga, she would drive four hours. I mean, in the middle of the week, bro, like, your daughter got school the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had this baby on the highway just to pull up on me. That was weird. But I said, fuck it. That just means she loved me. So one day, we were down, bro. <laughs> I, I am so excited. Look, look, look. The Professor Bass over here taking note, man. I can't wait for him to get his unpacked, bro, because this shit is funny. I keep going. Hey, bro. Joe, yeah, this, I mean, Greg. Hey, bro, this shit's funny, bro, because looking back, Looking back, there's a lot of signs that say you shouldn't fuck with somebody. And, I mean, is we making it... I, I, I want to be the first one to say that. I, even though Ashley, you know, we had our thing, I still think she's a dope person. I feel like once she get all her shit together, she'll be good for somebody. But I can never go down that road again, bro, because she's shown me a side of her, bro, that was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I saw it but beforehand... But we'll we'll look at it like, oh, shorty, she just feels a certain type of way about me, bro. She only gonna yell like that because she cares. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, she only gonna pull up because you know she don't want to go to bed mad and I'm not answering my phone and all some real shit, bro. That's a control issue. Ashley mm-hmm. likes to control the situation, bro. And I'm not really one of them niggas who can be controlled. But we were laying down one day, man, and I mean, she she looked at me and she's like, I could do this with you forever. And truth be told, I've done everything. A single man should do like three, four times over, bro. So at this point, the only thing I hadn't done was get married. So I was like, nigga, why not? You look good on paper. You look good in person. Hey, bro, like, like, no, no, hey, now don't let, don't let that take away from the fact, like, I did love her and I was in love with her. But when she, when she, you know what I'm saying, when she said it, bro, I really was like, fuck it. Because I had been telling her, like, that was the joke of how we even started, you know, talking. Like, she made a Facebook post talking about men don't really know what they want or something. And I told her straight up, I was like, man, give me two years. I'll I marry you in two years. One to get to know you and another by the ring. Like, shit, I was just joking. And her homeboy put me on. Her homeboy, CJ, father, he was like, oh, y'all like this nigga, folks. I put it on the post. So, you know what I'm saying? She just kind of went from there. So, you know, like, I had done everything else. So, shit, man, why? Fuck it, why not? Damn, that's why I got married, nigga. Hey. <laughs> Same hey. shit. Hey. You know, it's hey. always said that niggas are, are logical. <laughs> <laughs> but this is definitely <laughs> debunking that. <laughs> 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 niggas be like, fuck it, I done everything. Hey, hey, I remember, yep. I remember watching you get married. Because I remember, like, I got this one homeboy named Travis. I really need to call Travis, right? Travis is like the biggest instigator in my life. <laughs> so although I don't follow Ashley on nothing, we probably blocked each other on everything. If anything went down, Travis gonna send it to me. Like, cause Tra- he he makes it his business to let me know I ain't shit because all my exes are married. <laughs> so, 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 Tra- so Travis, Travis used to be sending me stuff that y'all interacting online. And I used to be looking at you like that nigga on the movie Get Out, and I just wanted to sit the flash on your ass. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I was like, bro, this ain't it, bro. I promise you. And I, you know, and I want to, I, I give Greg credit for this. 
I do give him credit for this. Well, one time I thought he was trying to kill me. Y'all remember that? Yeah, I remember that. You remember? Yeah. So, like, yeah. you remember, remember that? that. Cause Greg yeah. called me out of nowhere about some uh, mm-hmm. about a show in California. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm about to go to California <laughs> for like. So I remember I thought he was about to kill me. But when I said one thing, I did give you credit for. Greg was trying to get my domains back. Mm-hmm. And he and he he was like, look, I can't press the situation because I can't fuck up my situation. Mm-hmm. But he was he was trying to get my shit back, and I was like, all right, dude, they have Sensible. yeah, dude, they halfway bad on that. Part. <laughs> hey man, I, I'll say this, bro. I will say this. I haven't always. I don't always do good things, but I'm a good person. Feel me, like on some real shit, like the shit that she did with him, with the fame of him, she used my past against me, and that's. That's where shit gets real with me and Ashley. You get what I'm saying? Like, the whole relationship, it looked like a fairy tale online because I understand she had a brand here. I have a brand. You know what I'm saying? So, he definitely wasn't putting the ugly side of it, but that shit looked, looked beautiful online because I knew the brand she was trying to build and I wanted her to be successful. You feel me? But, like, on the flip side, like, all that cute, like, like when he was saying he was trying to hit the flash on me, bro. Like, one thing you can't do is, and I'll be the first one to say it, anybody that knows me, man, bro, they're going to take drugs good dudes, but he manipulative as fuck. Like, he'll lie to you on some on some grimy-ass shit. I used to be that guy, bro. And because I used to be that guy, you can't do that to me. So I started seeing certain shit with her that I ain't fucking like. Like, if you over a situation mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. something is beneath you, why hold something over somebody's head? Get mm-hmm. that get that man his own man back and y'all, y'all break free. i I even told her I'll pay her for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And cause they're just like, bro, I give you the money, we out the band. So I'm like, man, I ain't getting nothing from him. I want to, I'll pay it. You know what I'm saying? And give it to him. Just, just break free, bro. It's like she was adamant on, like, nah, he gotta feel that shit. And that was when I realized. I think that was the moment in my head where it clicked. Where it was like, oh yeah, bro, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? No offense, not to call it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've been saying it all day anyway. So fuck. Yeah, Shorty, Shorty throwed off. You know what I'm saying? She willing to to go to the lowest of lows to hurt somebody when she feel like she's been hurt without acknowledging all the bullshit you done put up with before you actually got hurt out of the situation. Hey, look, two things. Number one, edit me out this episode, Key. <laughs> number two, number two, I mean, I, I think one of the things we've done here is realize that you know, Dr. Baz, it's time to bring this full circle. Like, what do we got to do? No, that's what I'm about to go. That's, yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm about to go do? now. Like, because mm-hmm, again, right. but, but again, the point of this, this mm-hmm. shit ain't to look pretty. Mm-hmm. This shit ain't the guy. I'm not trying to make this shit sound good. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling y'all how this shit really is. Right. Now bring some sense to it because we don't fucking know. But, see, here, but here, go, here goes my thing, LG. Here, here goes my thing. It's like when shit goes bad in a relationship, like, it's easy for a society to believe the lies or some bullshit that a woman tells about a situation mm-hmm. before they listen to the actual truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? She can go tell people that you've been putting they, you know, putting your hands on her, and automatically people are like, oh, man, I got to talk to this nigga. And they, not once in their head, they say, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And the only thing that saves me from the whole Ashley situation, bro, is the police were actually called. But the neighbors thought that I was over there beating her ass, but when the police got there, nigga, my face was so fucked. I mean, the girl bit me on the face, bro. Like, I have a gash on my face and on my finger where, like, 
she assaulted me in front of her kids, and the police came in there and locked her ass up. Mm. Locked her ass up, bro. And the craziest part about it, this is how stupid I am, bro, is I left, went back to Nashville, and let her talk me into coming back and trying to fix the shit. We finally broke up, like, two weeks later. Because that shit was so crazy, bro, like, like, but the moment that we broke up, because men, we don't just come out and say, oh, this is what happened. I look up, and she called my ex. Because then you, like, this, you know this is her thing. When you break up, she tries to get in touch with your exes mm-hmm. so they can all, uh, you know, start a campaign yeah, she did that to me. behind, you know what I'm saying, who you are. Now, I mean, Ashley break up in February. It hasn't even been a year since this thing happened. Ashley gets in touch with this girl. And they can talk the story. You feel me together, and press charges against me in Nashville. Like so, like it's one of those things where you just mind your business. You get pulled over and think it's a regular traffic stop, and the motherfucker's like, "Oh yeah, you got a warrant." <laughs> Damn, bro, Greg, bro, Greg, this is Doctor Bass. How you doing, man? I'm all right, bro. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I wanted to jump in there because I wanted to ask you, how are you protecting yourself? And I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about emotionally. Because I'm hearing a whole lot of hurt and I'm, I'm hearing a whole lot of pain. And it's all justified. Yeah, bro, because that was painful. I, I, that, I that, was, that was painful, bro. I hear you, that man. That was painful, especially because, because like elders, bro, not only mm-hmm. did, do I, did I care for Ashley. I care for her daughter. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And the thing is, is I have a daughter, and if you were thinking about my child the way I'm thinking about yours, Mm -hmm. he would even do certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we got into it. I'll do whatever I can to help you get out of your charge, but for you to come and put my freedom and my livelihood, I mean, the the lies that they they, they put out there damn near destroyed my brand, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I always tell people, I'm a French French fry to a snail, man. You can throw salt on a snail, it's going to die, but, that shit seasoning to me, baby. Like, mm. I bounce back. So, mm. I ain't mm. really tripping. Right. However, right. however, blah, the blah. fact that she would even go there. Right. I hear that, the man. The fact that she would even go there is hurtful. But the way I've been protecting myself, bro, I mm. did go to therapy about it. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I've realized is that me and Ashley both went into our relationship on false pretense. Mm-hmm. The love was real, but what we were giving each other was all alive. You know what I'm yep. saying? And yep. so it was destined to fail until we address the real in the room, but because of the hurt that both of us had inside her, you know what I mean? Like he said, she got to go somewhere and work on her. And when she gets that out, bro, she's going to be a phenomenal woman. But with my hurt, for my past time and her shit, mm-hmm. when we get together and me being provocative and her being physical, mm-hmm. she get ugly. And I mean, see, Greg, she's talking me on New Year's Day in front of my mama. Greg, see, you hit that. my people house. You hit that, you hit that right on the head, man, when you say that people come with their own drama and their own scripts. What I'm hearing a whole lot because I heard that you compared yourself to Eldridge earlier when you said that y'all fall in love with the idea of falling in love, right? So what I hear is that you overlooked a whole lot of stuff that you should have paid attention to at the beginning of the relationship. And that's what we do. Right. That's what we do when we fall in love with these people. Now, I ain't going to call folks hoes because we know ho is short for whore. And unless we paying for the pussy, we don't need to call them that. But going forward, (laughs) we all do indirect, indirect, (laughs) indirect. I feel you there. I feel you. But here's my thing. We need to get in touch with why we were so open to fall in love with the first place Mm -hmm. and why we put up with so much stuff on the front end. 
And if you put up, put up with so much stuff on the front end, that sort of goes into what I was saying before about your foundation. Whatever your foundation is, you're going to continue to live in that drama that you ignored before. But it's going to continue to intensify and get worse. So that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that what started off with an ignoring, it turned into something a whole lot worse. And you ended up having to deal with a whole lot of heartbreak and a whole lot of hurt physically and emotionally. So I'm, pr- I'm proud, man, that you got out of that relationship. I mean, that's the first steps in the self-healing is to get that therapy. And most brothers, you know, we, we shy away from therapy. So I'm, I'm proud of you, man, as a black man, to say thank you for, you know, taking that step for yourself, you know, and for your children and for your family, you know, because that was just one bump in your road, man. But you got so many, so many different places that you're going to go in your life, man. I, I pray for your brand today, you know, and I, I don't know you, but I'm praying for your brand, man, and whatever was destroyed. I'm hoping that, you know, everything will turn around and be, you know, beneficial for you. Um, what I want to do is just thank you for, you know, just calling on this phone, being open about your story. Um, like we said, when we were going to have this conversation, this wasn't about uh, bashing nobody. This is about just, you know, brothers speaking their truth, they side, but actually trying to get, make some sense to it because we right. all willingly walked into every situation we all said. And, you know, that's why Bash right. is here. So you about to do a... Uh, a wrap up And then we're gonna Wrap this thing up What you got man Alright before I go I just wanna say One thing man You are responsible For you And how you respond The person that you are You can't rely on Anybody To make that better Or worse Because that is Your job So brother Go to therapy And learn how to deal With whatever it is You've been with How to deal with Shit you're going through Cause you can find Some ways To To be responsible For yourself and that's what I've learned. And, and when he when he spoke on my brand, I received that. But that's my job to fix as well. So I want to tell everybody, work on you and do your job. Well, I appreciate Amen. you, bro. Amen. Appreciate Amen. you. Strong, bro. Thanks for calling in. Stay strong. <coughs> All right, Kings. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good one. Yes, sir. Heavy. 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 In the, in the realm of dealing with women and we talk about love, the good, the bad, and the ugly, or the toxic, you know, it's, <laughs> if we begin to pay attention to how everything is on the front end, then we alleviate or eliminate the problems on the back end. You know, I mean, all relationships have the potential for good and bad, and it's all about what we put up with at the beginning. So I tell my brothers and my sisters, don't sacrifice who you are, who you know yourself to be when getting into these relationships. You know, I know it's easy to put on the mask because we want to put on our best foot. We want everybody to see us for what we want the world to be. But you're going to have to hold on to that. You know, I talked about balance earlier on. And if you can't keep that up, if you can't keep that loud persona up, you're doomed to repeat it. So good luck, bros. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Troy, we got any last words you want to say on here? Yeah. Um Evaluate the idea versus the reality, mm-hmm. whether you want the reality. And that's relationships, that's with starting a business, that's with your health. You know, everybody said they want something, but do you actually want what it is? So I, I would encourage everybody, including myself, you know, always evaluate the idea of a thing versus what it really is. Him. Yeah, man, uh, shit, I would just say to brothers especially uh the younger brothers is um everything not for everybody Mm -hmm. and 
you know, you can't force yourself into this idea. Uh, like, it might not be your thing to be married and with one chick. Um, you might need to have two chicks or three chicks. Or you might just need to be you by yourself until you can find whatever relationship works for you. And it may not be a state-sanctioned marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's real. Mm-hmm. And so that would be the main piece uh, is just kind of figure out what's working for you uh, and happiness is there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Champ. Yeah, man. What you got, man? You want to say anything for, to the people before we go? Man, I just want to tell you, slow down. Just slow down. Do, do like your grandma and granddad. You caught for a little while. You know what I'm caught, saying? Caught. Caught for a little while. Caught for a little while. Get to know them. You know what Don't be like that, that bull run down the hill. Walk down the hill. Get all of them. Hey, get all of them. There you go. Free city, man. Free city been in that choir, man. You got something, man? Man. Let me just keep it short and sweet. Everything we want don't mean it's something we need. Just because we want it don't mean we need to have it. You know what I'm saying? That boy sound hurt by that. I say one more thing. <laughs> Everything that feel good ain't good for you. Mm, this is true. This is true. I know. Um, Keith, you want to say anything, man? Signing out, bro. Hey, man. Y'all brothers hurt. <laughs> Hey, but not real talk though. This this is real good. I think we held it uh, held it down respectfully, mm-hmm. and um, can't wait to see what the sisters got to say. Oh, <laughs> oh truth be told, they ain't rebuttaling on this podcast. But <laughs> 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 uh, hey, let me say this, man. I pre, bro, Doctor Bass. I appreciate you for real for Love coming you. on, um, just giving that insight. You know what I'm saying And that wisdom uh, Cause we making light You know they say You gotta laugh So you don't cry right, yeah. Like we making light Out of these situations But when you was yeah. in them mm-hmm. These yeah. shits was real yeah. You know what I'm saying This was some real shit yeah. And uh, I look back At my situation now I can laugh at it I'm like damn But like th- And this is one of A few That it's just like <laughs> I, I'm just <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I, I just This is probably The most Oh uh, this is the most colorful one, yeah. but uh, I've had a few, and I'm just like, wow, like, <laughs> nigga, you funny, like, what the fuck you doing? So, so, but that's in my past. I'm better. Um, thank you, Troy. You've always, you know, Troy's always been somebody a sound that raw, um, that raw, real. This is what it is. Like, you tripping, nigga, and a solid example. You know what I'm saying Of love You know what I'm saying I see how you love How you uh, How the father and husband you are So I really appreciate you for that Parham You know I don't like talking to this nigga He talking parables <laughs> 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 exactly. Parham Parham like He has this very Buddhist way of telling you You stupid <laughs> without, without telling you You stupid You know what I'm saying So like <laughs> So it, it prolongs the situation because <laughs> if somebody would have just said, "Nah, nigga, no, <laughs> nah," so and uh, Keith, thank you for you know just giving us the idea to have this conversation the way we did. Uh, mm-hmm. To the sisters that's out there listening, uh, again, some might be offended by this. I'm okay with that because uh, uh, at the end of the day, this is just the truth and. You can only respect someone's truth, even if it's not yours or you don't agree with it. Um, 
I'm just trying to provide a platform where brothers and well people period can just talk about those conversations that we don't get to have a lot. Right. And it's a lot of brothers. If you're listening, you need to get in a room like this and you need to get in a private room with the therapist mm-hmm. to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. So you uh you get to heal yourself. So thank y'all for tuning in again. This is the Just Elder Podcast. Thank you for another amazing episode. We'll see y'all next week. Y'all, for those that are listening to this, you might have a situation that you got going on in your own life and you want to get in contact with someone. Uh, Dr. Bass, please share your information so people can call you and get connected with you. Hello, this is Dr. Christopher Bass. I'm with Program Evaluation Station, also Bass um, Psychological and Medical Consultants, LLC. You can reach me at 585-1906. One more time, 404-585-1906.